This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, every Wednesday live cast brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days of the year. I also oh. might have some snake oil to sell you. I don't get it. Come on. <laughs> I'm an old-timey snake oil salesman. Oh, I got this tincture that will cure what ails you. There you go. See? Only costs three pieces of gold, and I'm out of here tomorrow. <laughs> Take your wagon and get out. Oh, thanks for joining us, everybody. I am your host, Mr. Reesius. With me, one, the one and only Franklin the Turtle. It's true. That's the name on my uh, birth certificate. Indeed it is. <laughs> Middle I name, like, the. And they're like, why? And your dad is like, I like turtles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you for joining us everybody that's watching live for those of you listening to the podcast or watching us on youtube as a replay you can go and check us out live 11 a.m pacific center time on twitch facebook or youtube live thanks for joining us everybody we hope you're having a great day if you're here is talking to people in chat that is because you can join us live and heckle us eh, correct us on the rules that we inevitably get wrong and all kinds of fun stuff basically join in on the fun of the show and for everybody that's with us live, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you have a great day. Let's jump in. Going to be a little bit of a short show uh, this week. Just want to let you know in advance. Uh, not a ton going on, but there is a ton of products oh, yeah. to talk about. GW uh, revealed a bunch of exciting stuff. So we want to jump in and talk about that before we talk about the one tournament that went on. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Wee. <laughs> Sad. Wee. So this week's pre-order, which of course you can pick up from us over at store.frontlinegaming.org, discounted prices with free shipping options, is the, the big dog, and it is the Void Dragon, the new Satan. It's a brilliant model, sold like hotcakes. A ton of people are very excited about it. And there's also the Necron Monolith, uh, some Space Marine models, Tech Marine, a bunch of cool stuff. Space Marines, ah, get out. Get out of here. So if you want to grab one of those at a discount, jump on into the web court, uh, pre-orders, section you can grab them and thank you for your business for those of you who choose to work with us and if you don't buy a void dragon get out of here it's the coolest red. model too big that's amazing just kidding of course no not kidding though got bills to pay son the stream doesn't <laughs> pay that. for itself the cool thing about the void dragon too is gw's like hey funny story it's getting allocated you're like no yeah, Why? some people are getting that many of them. Yeah. Thankfully, our, our order did get fulfilled, as we were told. So <laughs> fingers crossed. Yeah, dealing, you know, working with GW is, is is way more way more good than bad. But sometimes there are a couple things that are a little frustrating at times. Yeah. So hopefully we get all the ones that we ordered. One day. They did confirm it, so I, I can't imagine that uh, we're not going to. No. I hope, and I could imagine it, but <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, next week we have a ton of stuff coming out. Uh, the big one is the new Warcry set called wow. Catacombs. I personally am really, really excited to get my hands on it. As soon as I saw these models, these models previewed, uh, like pre-COVID, they got delayed because of it. I've really, really wanted to get my hands on them. Uh, it features two new warbands for Warcry. Uh, one of them is like Dark Elf themed and the other one is Fire themed. 
<laughs> uh, it's true. They actually are, yeah. The models are so dope, though. They're really cool. I can't wait. And the box set comes with more than just these two warbands full of extremely characterful fantasy models. You also get uh, a playing surface with the new fold-out fold out, uh, cardboard, uh, cardboard boards that GW uses. And you actually get a lot of cool terrain. Some of it is rehashed from the original box set, and some of it's new. The new stuff is all like classic hero quest type stuff with like doors and like accessories to make your dungeon look cool. I'm super into it. Uh, and then the chat, Variamp is like, yeah, dude, I can't wait to get the dual wielding, the dual hand crossbow wielding Dark Elf for D&D. Yeah, that, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I've heard great things about Warcry. I heard it's a good game, but I plan on using these for, for D&D. Yep, these models are incredible. Though. So sick. Both factions just very neat. Yeah. On the neat scale, they're probably a ten. So. That's a neato jet. That's a neat. As my mom would say. <laughs> Extra neato. <laughs> so the 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 fire models, man, dude, they're, they're so cool. Like the little like the little like shit bad guys that run around and throw fire at you, they're okay. But I'm looking sick. at the dude with like plate mail and a flaming two handed sword, and then the the wizard that's on fire. I'm like, guys, is so good. I love it. The two-handed scythe is yeah. my favorite. No, it's a halberd. Is it? Okay, yeah, it's so it's just on fire. Halberd. Got oh, it. Dude, I love it. It reminds me of like old sword and sorcery films from the 80s, like Conan and uh, Deathstalker, which is on Amazon. If you haven't seen it, you should. It's so ridiculous. Beastmaster. Yeah, Beastmaster. It totally reminds oh, me like these characters like right out of that. Um, I love it. And then, of course, the Dark Elf models are just baller snake people they're so good <laughs> like the dual wielding the dual hand uh, crossbow character is my favorite also but the wizard like the kind of like centerpiece model that's got the, the cloak flowing around him or her i can't really tell uh it's just they're brilliant it's, they're such good models so it gives me hope for fulgrim look at that snake body get, get it yes snake man when are we gonna get a flipping primark like come know. on gw I know your stock keeps skyrocketing, which, thank you, because I bought some. I really appreciate that. Finally had enough money to actually do it. Not a lot, but, you know, still exciting to see it go up. But uh, come on. Like, come on with the Primark. We've been, you've been teasing us since last edition. How excited are you going to be when the next Primark is Lorgar? You know what? I would actually still be excited just because it's finally something. <laughs> be like, no! I'm like the Starscream of Primarchs, why? But I actually saw, uh, I saw some brilliant fan art of somebody. Somebody made just some fan art of what they thought Lorgar would look like as a demon as Primarch. As a demon Primarch, yeah. And it's really, really, really cool. Because like, do they even talk about him as a demon Primarch? Um, I think, I think he's mentioned like a little bit, right? He's been like meditating this whole time. Like he's been on his planet. Just <laughs> he's like, very zen. He's a serious, like, like <laughs> literally, yes. And like, eh, you know, he's a punk little bee, yeah. but I would just be happy if we got one, right? Yeah. And if even snake-bodied, stupid Fulgrim, which yes. I'm sure is going to four look arms, baby, so dumb and wings. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. It's weird. I, actually, I can't wait for that one. <laughs> I just give us something like the line because it should. I mean, if the pattern holds true, it should be a, a loyalist Primark, and they've dropped serious hints about Lehman Russ and um, the Lion. Either of which I would be stoked to get. Lehman like, Russ would be sick. Dude, the Lion Very 2 cool. would be so badass. Fabio with his hair blowing in the wind. Super pissed that he wasn't daddy's favorite. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Should have a petulant look on his face. Like, Just like why? sad. Like a tear. Should be like a tear molded onto his model. <laughs> you have to paint it. 
Well, it, it actually would be very fitting if uh, Lehman Russ came out first, because then that's just one more thing. The Lions like, gosh, dang it, Lehman Russ always getting better than me. Why? So yeah, that would be really funny. Uh, but uh, yeah, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Um, also in Warcry news, we're getting four new warbands for Warcry. It's not new models. It's existing. Rebox. Yeah, it's Rebox models, but it's still cool. You can put together, you can buy one box and get a Warcry warband. You've got Skaven, Terrigen Overlords, Flesh Eater Quartz, and Iron Jaws. So pretty exciting stuff. And again, if you're buying these models for like D&D, you get a nice selection of models in a reasonably priced box set. So yeah, I think it's great. It's not a bad deal. No, not at all. Uh, another exciting piece of news, there's a brand new Terminator Captain model. Uh, his name is Torrentus. Ooh. Uh, he's associated with the Warhammer Day extravaganza, uh, but retailers like us will be getting a very limited amount of them. So if you do want one, be sure to be Johnny on the spot, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Is it a captain? I thought it was a chaplain. They're calling him a Terminator captain. He uh, looks, a chaplain. He's a chaplain. He's 100% a chaplain. Right, I'm just, Look at him. He's got a skull helmet and a mace. I thought it was a chaplain captain. Also know. known as a Crozius. I'm pulling a Frankly. A Frankie. A Frankly? I don't know what I'm They're I mean. all over the place right Somebody now. Somebody help me. Mama made me match <laughs> I like the combi flamer though. That thing looks sick. Yeah. Oh, I definitely want one. I definitely want to get one. Yeah. So we'll have one less than normal for sale. <laughs> Take that, card. guys. Um, yeah, I know. He's obviously a chaplain. For some reason, I just I got dyslexified and uh, wrote it down incorrectly. It would be better if it was a lieutenant, though, just Another. because we need more lieutenants. Ooh, maybe it could be a lieutenant chaplain. Ooh, both. In ultramarine scholars. That would be great. Super original. He needs 10 different models, though. Uh, yeah, I think it's a really cool model. If you want to get one, make sure to, to be quick on the draw. Um, it's going to be they're gonna it's gonna be tough to get one. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but then, if, you know, you can always go to eBay afterwards and pay quadruple <laughs> if, that's, if that's your jam. Get it. Uh, also, Aeronautic Imperialis is coming out with some new models. They did ooh, drop ooh, some ooh, fun ooh, hints ooh. in the article over at Warhammer Community saying that these also work for Titanicus. They're in the same scale. Yes. So we're getting there. Yes. Come on. We're getting there. They're listening. Uh, these are really cool. There's some gun emplacements. There's a basilisk emplacement, a hydro emplacement, some Tau ones that shoot, I don't know. Burst cannons. Anime, anime girls. And rail cannons. Anime girls. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> it shoots feelings at you. <laughs> Lots of feelings. And then there's some more really cool terrain as well. So... What, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I have no idea if what I'm saying is remotely accurate. But I'm going to go out on a limb and th say that we are going to get Epic eventually. As, yes. long as, as long as these keep selling well, which they they do sell pretty well. I think what we're seeing, and again, I'm 100% guessing. No idea. I could totally be wrong. Yeah. Is, uh, oh my gosh, NHH5357 says they salt-powered turrets if they're tau. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Um is it that I think they'll come out with it in waves because it's so much easier to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe the next expansion for either Aeronautic Imperialis or Titanicus would be like ground forces, like tanks or something. You know what I mean? Like, no, what they'll do is they'll just keep making them as their separate games. And then somebody in the community will be like, why don't we just combine them all? And they'll make their own PDF. Exactly. Here you go. I've heard people playing Epic <laughs> yeah. with Apocalypse rules. Yeah. And that it's super fun. Yeah, it's supposed to work really well. So. Yeah. So um, they, you know, maybe in time they'll come out. Maybe like the next expansion will be like, I, I'm, yeah, I'm totally speculating, right? But it could be like Tau and uh, Astromilitarum ground size forces. It'll be called 
uh, infantry battles, and then it'll just be your infantry it's fighting. It's a game where it's yeah. only infantry. And then there'll be tank battles, and it'll just be tanks. They'll have these different <laughs> games, and then I'm telling you, the community member will be like, we're combining them all, boys. Here we go, epic. And then eventually, like, Voltron may form the Yeah, <laughs> you're like, okay, now we can bring them all together. It'll be like 40, Why don't you start with this? <laughs> it'll be like 40K Napoleonics. Yeah. You know, just all infantry. They give you little sticks <laughs> to push your guys. Like, oh, what? But I would love, I would I would be so into epic scale for you. Oh, dude, it'd be amazing, especially with the models they're releasing. These things are sick. They look they look yeah. brilliant. And it would be really fun. Like, yeah. the, the terrain that's come out is really good. Like, it would just, it would be super duper enjoyable to play at that scale. Because you could play with, like, a yeah. full, full company. Yeah, you can actually fight the real battles that are in the stories. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> with, with, with titans and everything yeah. else, and it all works and it fits. And then, oh man, if you had like scaled down Primarchs. Dude, like, that'd be so cool. That'd be so rad, dude. That'd be so <laughs> You're selling me on the idea that they'll never do. I like it. I think Go. We'll, I think we'll get there, right? Like they're teasing at it a little bit. I don't know. Nah. Wishful thinking. Yeah, maybe, Wishful one, thinking. maybe one day. Yeah. Uh, in other news, we're also getting a new expansion for Necromunda. This one is for the Orlock gang. You're getting a, a codex, so to speak. I don't know what they're called, the Necromunda source book. And uh, and then some more Orlock models, like as you could tell, a man like me would appreciate Orlocks. They have <laughs> fine facial hair configurations. <laughs> Big fan, um, and uh, the models are brilliant. I like the dogs. The Cybermastiffs. Yeah, yeah it's just like a lot of people <laughs> use these models for 40k, but uh, the game Necromunda itself is quite enjoyable. So yep. I'm excited for that. Uh, for, 30, for 30k fans and Dark Angels fans, the new Deathwing uh, models that they have revealed are absolutely brilliant. Yes. Like, the, they look like Teutonic Knights. They have shields, swords, giant winged helmets. They're, they're seriously some of the coolest models I've ever seen. Yeah, these guys are great. Yeah, they're just brilliant. Um, I accidentally said they were Terminators because <laughs> they just have the presence of a Terminator. They're actually in power armor. But, uh, gosh, those models are so dope. They are really cool. Yeah. Really, really good. 30K. And then lastly, we saw some awesome new terrain coming out. I think it was built for Necromunda, but obviously you could use it for 40K as well. Um, and it's a modular set that can make these, like, cool fort-style uh, buildings. They look like they mix with Mechanicus terrain. Super, super dupe, super cool. I would love to uh, make a, a just a badass fort to use in, like, a 40K game or something with these. Yeah, these are for sure Road Warrior buildings. Yeah, dude. I, I feel like Mad <laughs> Straight Max. Straight up. I feel like Mad Max, man. Like, <laughs> That's what it is. Make it to a, a scenario where there's like a tanker full of... And then know. you have like flame turrets that you yeah. can shoot at them. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the end, you find out it was full of sand. Spoiler alert. Oh. And then the Road gotcha. Warrior is like, got me. You, you got, got me, me again. You got, he's a classic gotcha bitch. <laughs> that, that is my favorite... Uh, Mad Max that was fun. Fury Road. Yeah. Yeah, that one's a good one. But uh, some awesome stuff coming out. And again, you can pick that up from us. Discounted prices next weekend. Also, we're running a spooktacular. <laughs> that was good. I'm practicing my dad jokes. Nailing it. Spooktacular sale. Uh, we are saying. <laughs> oh, that was really good. <laughs> We're gonna sell our most Halloween horrific FLG mat horror escape. Ooh. It's gonna be on sale as a flash sale up through Halloween, 
25% off MSRP. It's a nice deep discount. If you want this fleshy mat that's really gross and very perfect for Halloween, now's a great time to pick it up. And of course, we do have the 44 by 30 mats in uh, stock as well with every design. Yep. So head on in and grab those if you want. Okay, we've had a lot of people asking about the LVOs. We're getting uh, very close, close yeah. to the event. Uh, as of right now, the LVO is a green light. We talked to the casino. Um, we're able to run the event with a lot of restrictions. It'll obviously be significantly uh, smaller than it will than it would have ever been in the past. A lot of people can't go. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people from other countries have already found out that it's literally not going to be possible for them to come. So, you know, we're working with what we got and assuming that nothing changes between now and January, which it could, um, the casino said there they want to do it. We want to do it. It's going to be super safe. We're going to take every precaution. It's going to be distancing, mandatory masks. Everybody's getting their temperature taken when they come in the casino, all that stuff. Um, hand sanitizer, you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to be as safe as possible. So uh, the plan is, as of right now, it's going to be a go, but there's going to be quite a few uh, restrictions. And um, anybody that wants to finalize their plans, a lot of people have been emailing in. If you're going to buy a flight, you know, make sure you get a lot of airlines are offering uh, like no risk flights. So, you know, make sure you look into that, um, get a flight that you can, you know, transfer it or get a refund. Obviously, with your room. Your room is no risk. You can cancel the room. Yeah. So you should be able to plan at this stage with confidence as much as is possible, but the guidelines could change. Yep, right? 100%. So we're not in control of that. We'll let you know as soon as possible. But we had a meeting with the casino group, and they, they feel confident that we can do it safely. So Fingers crossed, everybody. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, what do we have, three months? Yeah, it's three months. Uh, not December. quite. It's like two months. It's October. No, three months. November, December, January. Yes, we have three months. A lot could change. <laughs> yeah. They're predicting that the winter might be a little bit gnarly. So we'll see. Yep. But right now, thank goodness, we're looking like it, it can be a go. Yep. And again, if you don't feel like traveling, you don't feel safe, don't worry. Don't come. You can still go for the three different options that we have for refunds. Yeah. So. Like anybody who's... Uh, feeling nervous about it, we encourage you to follow Trust Your Instincts. Yep. You know, just, there's always next year. But for those of you who are like, witness me, come on <laughs> out. Because <laughs> we'll be there. <laughs> yeah, in, in the chat, um, I keep hearing, like, I know people that have been told they're getting a vaccine at the end of this month, like first responders. Yeah. But they're not sure when a vaccine will be ready for mass distribution. It's supposed to be like, early it's supposedly in early 2021 so you know yep we don't know but we'll work with uh, we'll work with what we got and on a sadder note socal open 2020 was canceled so we want to make sure that everybody knows that uh you have until the day before the event to do anything with the ticket money there is a google sheet it's linked in the um it's linked in the show notes it's on the, the facebook page for the socal open it's also on the event page for the SoCal Open. We're trying to do everything we can to let people know. Um, if you bought a ticket for SoCal Open 2020, you have until the day before the event, which is you know only a couple days away now, yeah. um, to get it to get that taken care of. Please do. 
so that we can, you know, give you the, the partial refund or you can use it to store credit or you can just apply it to the next year. Yep. So we don't want anybody to miss out. All right. ITC. Ooh. People are telling me to grow a counter mustache. It's not possible. Have you Do seen Reese's Mustache? Hitler where it's only on the sides. Just on the sides? <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, like, Do you guys like me now? They're like, no, get away. I'm like, please. Yeah, I don't know how long for just the world like it. this mustache is. I think I think you should just keep going. I think I've taken this mustache yeah. ride as far as I'm You should I'm grow it to, to where it. it connects to your sideburns and then just grow those <laughs> Do out. Do the too. Lenny Kilmeister? Yes. Yeah, or Lenny, excuse me. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, all right, ITC news. If you like the ITC, you like what it's about. Even yeah. during the plague times, Ooh. consider supporting it financially because it is very expensive to run. You can do so via our Patreon, as little as $1 a month. All the monies go back into running the ITC. Let's take a look at the rankings because there are still events going on. Yeah. Not many. Not, <laughs> not, many. not a whole lot. So 40K current top five competitive track. Dan Sammons continues to lead the pack with his Salamanders. Ken Knox is in second place. Vic VJ in third. Rude Steenbachers in fourth. And Johan Nikolaisen in fifth. Uh, current hobby track, 40K. Top five, James Weston is in first place. Naaman Allen in second. John Smith moves into third. Colton Hatch in fourth. And Sean Nasto in fifth. God. I love that name. Best name. And he's in the chat. There he is. Is it Nasty Nasto? I think so. I think that's it. That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> current, Age of Sigmar, ITC, top five. Matt Beasley is in first place, followed by William Sohaley. Jordan Duncan in third. Jared Zizweta in fourth. Jared Neiman in fifth. Yeah, lots of Jareds. Jareds and Jareds. Uh, Ada Sigmar, current hobby track, top five. Russell Tanner is in first place, followed by Adam Kamenish. Will Reeves in second. I'm sorry, tied with Adam. Matt Abbott in fourth, and Dan Sanchez in fifth. Support for this podcast comes from Invent Together. According to studies, less than 13% of all inventors who hold a U.S. patent are women. Black and Hispanic college graduates patent at half the rate of their white counterparts. But we can fix that by increasing participation in innovation and patenting by underrepresented groups. It would quadruple the number of American inventors and increase annual GDP by almost $1 trillion. Invent Together is a coalition of organizations, companies, universities, and concerned citizens committed to ensuring that everyone has the opportunity to invent and patent. Because the more diverse the American patent system gets, the stronger and more successful our nation will become. What can you do to help diverse inventors patent and unleash economic opportunity? Find out at inventtogether.org. Learn more and take action today. Current, Shadespire or Warhammer Underworlds top five. Ivan Cho continues to lead, followed by Glenn Dean, Jonathan Coulson in third, Cody Handler in fourth, and Michael Melody in fifth. And Kill Team, current ITC yeah. top five. Stepped it up. Rudy, Pertu, Tatanin, and I'm sure You've been practicing. I nailed that. You've been practicing. He is currently in first. John Sow in second, Lucas Carone in third, and Hill. Alvarez, Serrano in fourth, and Carlos Paz in fifth. If somebody really wanted to mess with you, they'd put like three last names or four. <laughs> I would just make something Super up. Super long. You're like, no. What up. is this? Oh, Big Nasty Nasto is the one and only That's Sean right. Nasto. Sir, 
thank your parents because you have an amazing last name. It's great. It's so, so good. <laughs> Uh, all right tactics corner let's chat about one of the well the only event really that went on uh, this past weekend the northern front yyc i don't know what that stands for but there it is hmm. young yummy country what does aol stand for reese i don't know see <laughs> nobody does what i yonkers yucky <laughs> country town catapult i don't know yeah. Uh, first place was a custodes list with a patrol detachment, which is what we're seeing pretty much all custodes players doing. Um, and had uh, a lot of uh, custodians, which are the kind of the terminators, and uh, quite a few vehicles, including the now notorious Ares gunship because of <laughs> a fun video that went up on uh, on the interwebs today. It's a great video. Uh, YYC is Calgary, says the Falcon. There you <gasps> go. Boom. So how is that Calgary? Uh they're, Cana they're Canadian. That's I'm putting what they my do. ignorance on display. <laughs> if it was Canadian, I thought it would be "I'm sorry, welcome to Calgary." I'm sorry, tournament. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, it's the airport code. Boom. Uh, was, the, was the tournament at the airport? Yeah. It was on a plane. I'm on a plane. Uh, okay. The second place was White Scars. Kind of an interesting list. Uh, three units of Blade Guard. A lot of Land Speeder Tempests. Four of them. That is the Forge Rule Land Speeder with the assault cannon and missiles. So, um, uh, it's an interesting list. They're kind of a low, like a, a low-priced, fast unit with decent firepower. It's good for winning objectives. Uh, some eradicators, and then a unit of assault satirians, which you don't really see a lot anymore. So, kind of an interesting list. There's some common elements that you're seeing. Eradicators, uh, Blade Guard are, are all over the place. Uh, third place was an orc list with a ton of big units of boys. I've seen a lot of orc lists winning in ninth edition that have three four five units of 30 boys yeah i think they counter the meta really well because a lot of people are gearing more to killing space marines and then all of a sudden you're fighting 30 orcs you're like oh this is different <laughs> yeah uh oh it's good to see the kind of like the quote-unquote traditional way of playing orcs holding strong in ninth yeah because i've seen jeff pool in california he's he's done really well with them too and what few events you can actually do um yeah so it's really cool and then the other element that i've seen that's been common is there's a bunch of MSU units of orcs, whether whatever it may, whatever flavor it may take. Yeah. This one, there's a bunch of little units of commandos and storm boys, and they run around playing the objective game while I imagine while the big units of boys take mid table, and it's just really difficult to deal with them. And then they jump on objectives, and they're like, "These are mine." Yeah. You have five turns to kill me. Back off. So I, I, I like that. I like that we're seeing not strictly just MSU armies doing well. Yeah, I agree. Fourth place was a uh, uh, really cool. It was a Slanesh-themed uh, list with uh, Emperor's Children and Slanesh Demons. It's really cool to see that that uh, someone having uh, uh, good luck or being effective with a themed list. So it was a bunch of Noise Marines and Rhinos, Sonic Dreads, which is really interesting. That's the Forge World Emperor's Children Dreadnought. Very and then um, Slaneshi Demons. Yeah, some Slanesh Demons. I like it. Yeah, really cool. It's great to see such a nice mix. Yeah. Of, uh, of of armies up there. So, I'm happy to see Noise Marines. That's that's so cool. They've always been a sleeper good unit. Yeah. Like last edition, they were really good too. Um, and with the rhinos ferrying them around, they can jump out. They kill you in your turn. They they're really useful. Yeah, and they're relatively inexpensive, which yeah. is nice. I think they're a great uh, a great unit. It's really annoying and frustrating that they didn't get the extra <laughs> wound. But they're chaos Reese. They don't need it. I'm sure they'll get it eventually. Different. But, yeah. 
I would love if their codex came out and they still didn't get it. You're like, no! GW's just like, yes, we hate you. <laughs> <laughs> like, Space Marines are better. Get out. Oh. All right, so if you like the <clears throat> show, uh, we really appreciate you listening. Check out the other episodes on the Frontline Gaming Podcast Network. Things like 40K Stat Center, Art of War, Art of War Down Under, or the infamous Chapter Tactics brought to you by the Rhino and Co. Ooh. If you are in the chat, fire some questions at us. Like we said, it's a little bit of a shorter show today. But uh, there's just not as much going on to talk about, really. True. Any questions? Fifth question mark. Great, great edition. It was fun. A lot of people have been waiting for those Forge World books because we have gotten nothing since the beginning of eight. Yep. Uh, Ultramentus. That is too long of a question. Reese is going to try to read it. Go. Uh, so basically he was saying that the uh, all or nothing nature of deployment going first, or just the way the turn structure works in 40k, um, that he has friends that lose the game in deployment. Yeah, the, with I go, you go, it's, it's really easy to lose the game in deployment. Deployment, almost any high level player will tell you that deployment and the first turn movement are pretty much the most important things you do in the game. Um, deployment is, I think, the most important movement thing you do in the game what do you, what is your thoughts on it uh i think it's less important than it used to be because of how fast units are now there's all sorts of ways to move units around the board you have units that are going up to like 16 inches maybe even like 30 inches in a turn whereas uh back i think i think it was probably more of a thing in like fifth through seventh because things just didn't move as fast so like deployment was such a big deal which is it's still a big deal for sure you got to hide your models Got to make sure you're in the right firing lanes and whatever and whatnot. But um, I think you can recover from a bad deployment in this edition, especially. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's. I think it's a little bit less punishing, but it, it still is extremely important. Like, I yes. can't tell you how many times I've beaten somebody in the deployment phase. Like. Because it's never happened. That's why I can't tell you how many times it's happened. <laughs> it was even more <laughs> problematic in fifth edition when models weren't as fast. Yeah. So, like, if someone screwed themselves up in deployment, it was extremely it was really difficult bad. to recover. Yeah. And now with less turns, it can be more difficult. But on a smaller table with with units, basic, like, pretty much all of them moving faster, it's a little bit easier to recover, but it still sucks. Yeah. Um, Wolf Priest Carl wants to see the mullet. There's the blue in profile. Ooh, look at it. Mm-hmm. I haven't cut my hair since uh, COVID. Really? It's the longest my hair's ever been in my entire life. Jeez. Yeah. I have a haircut today. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, the, the haircut's going to be coming here. Either that or I'm going to commit to it. Just go, keep going. Go full He-Man with Just it. braid it into your back hair. Uh, <laughs> the conversion kit for the 6x4s did not get canned. Uh, Dax the Destroyer, our uh, media department is just working on getting those ready to go in the web cart. That's all. They should be ready any day. Yeah, they should be ready very soon. Um, Ed Rutherford says, it's not just the point of many missions you'll have. Uh, you'll want to have models on three to four objectives. The army will need to be redesigned to play into that. Yep. There you go. Uh, I, I, I think I misread. I read the wrong question from that gentleman. <laughs> but that's a bold statement. I like it. I like it. Uh, somebody in chat who I missed it was asking about the one lease, the one week lead time the GW does on the release schedule. Um, and you were saying that it'd be nice to have a little bit more lead time to know it's coming out. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, the, the codex is usually the first week, so then you can kind of look through it and see what you like. Yeah. Um, they spread it out so that it's easier for people to um, kind of budget to buy stuff. Um, and then there's like something exciting every week. 
but yeah. we're not privy to the strategy they have for releasing products. So that yeah. that's like our best guess as to why they do it. I think it also fits into their uh, manufacturing schedule and all that too. So yeah. there's a lot of things at play. <laughs> uh, let me see. Can Custodes compete with non-Forge World units? I think they can definitely compete. Um, I mean, like, why? I mean, I, I, I guess mean, a list one, right? The Custodes. They did have a lot of Forge World, but. The Custodes, like, I don't know why you, like, are you just, do you not want to use the Forge World units? Like, because yeah. their rule, their Forge World rules were written by the 40K development team. The same people who wrote the Custodes rules. So, like, that one, I would say, be really confident that they're, they're, Forge World rules are, are, they're not going anywhere. Like they're, they're very much a part of playing custodes. Yeah. Like you don't have to, of course, but that's like tools in the tool shed for them. Yeah, no, I agree. So it's not like other armies where like, I would guess a lot of stuff's going to go to legends. Um, like, I don't think that's happening for custodes. I could be wrong, of course. But. Yeah. Oh, uh, Harkins Aquatic. Is there a way a Salamander's bike squad can make sense? I mean, Outriders in sure. any list makes sense. <laughs> I, they're so insanely good. Yeah. The Outriders are insane. Uh, Tomonachi Express. No, I think the stash, I, maybe another week. I'm, I'm getting kind of sick of it. Like, every time I take a sip of coffee, it's like in my stash. and <laughs> It's like drips. My, my cat keeps coming up and like Attack messing me. with it. And like, especially when I'm asleep and stuff. <laughs> so it's... Uh, I'm getting, I'm getting a little over the stash. The funniness is worn thin. <laughs> uh, Mark Farrick asks, or Emperor Dread can benefit from the Ancients Flag? Or is it talking to somebody else in the chat? Ooh, I could braid my hair for FOG After Dark. I don't know if it's that long. I could definitely do a little mini man bun, though. <laughs> Not that I would. Uh, uh, how's the Berserk bookends working out, Tomodachi? You know what? I'll take a picture of it when I remember to do it. There... Super cool. They're not actually as big as I thought they were, but they're like really, really heavy because they're uh, resin. Yeah. And the sword is sharp as shit. Like really. In a home invasion, I'm coming at him with my berserk book in. Already. That fool is gonna regret the day he was coming into my house, unless he has a gun, in which case I'm screwed. <laughs> then I'll just throw it at him. The gun beats knife. No. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're right. Just take what you want. I don't know anything yeah. about you. Leave my cat. <laughs> I like Jason's like home defense. He's like, I just need a samurai sword. <laughs> Put that over your mantle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you're not gonna mess with a guy that has a sword. <laughs> Ready. Uh, there was one other. Uh, uh, Homer Simps Yolo. I always feel like maybe I shouldn't say that name out loud. But <laughs> he's saying, uh, are the playtesters uh, consulted when it comes time to do the FAQs? Yeah, they are. Yep. There's actually a whole team of people that does specifically focuses on FAQs. So, I could be an extra in a Vietnam movie, says uh, Phase Adam. You know what? Ooh. We're going to end there because uh, that makes me feel really good. <laughs> I like to imagine myself. I can, you know what? Uh, from Apocalypse Now, the, the, the New Orleans guy who was a saucier. He was the gunner on the, on the patrol boat. Uh. He doesn't meet a good fate, but I'll take that one. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for this slightly shorter episode of Signals from the Frontline. We hope you enjoyed it. Episode 707. Uh, make sure to check out the various sales and cool stuff we've got going on. Listen to some of the other podcasts on the FLGN. Until then, thank you for joining us. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next Wednesday.